Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, June 19th, and we have completed week 24 of 2023. As a reminder, we have released our May 2023 Insights Report, The Numbers Tell the Story. This is a recap of how the travel industry performed last month. This report is not an opinion piece, but it's based only on the facts through numbers released by the Airline Reporting Corporation. We look at their data and provide the analysis to you in a simple and easy-to-understand manner. You can access this report by visiting businesstravel360.com. Now, let's get to our headlines. Global travel data provider OAG has published its latest analysis of the low-cost airline market, with low-cost airlines now making up almost one-third of global airline capacity. Budget airlines accounted for 32% of all scheduled airline seats in March, up from 29% in 2019 and 25% in 2015. OAG said that the LCC share of the market dropped in 2020 and 2021 during the COVID-19 pandemic, but began to rise again last year, sometimes exceeding one in three seats. Putting aside the relatively small markets, India has become the largest percent share of LCC seats at 74%, with other major markets where low-cost airlines are particularly dominant, including Indonesia at 63%, Brazil and Mexico both at 58%, and Thailand at 57%. LCCs now account for more than half of all scheduled airline capacity in 21 countries, with the UK just under this threshold at 48%. The FAA has issued a final rule requiring all new airlines flown by the US commercial airlines to have a secondary cockpit door. The rule will be in effect for all planes manufactured for delivery to a US airline beginning two years from its upcoming publication in the Federal Register. The second door will enable a pilot to close the door to the cockpit before opening the door to the airplane cabin, preventing a hijacker from rushing to the cockpit when a pilot steps out to use the laboratory. The regulation has been a priority for the Airline Pilots Association since 9-11. The FAA estimates that compliance with the rule will cost as much as $300 million over the next 25 years and up to $500 million over the next 50 years. According to the latest data by ARC, travel agencies sold a total of $9.03 billion of airline tickets in May, up 7% from May 2022 and 3% from April 2023. The number is the second time this year that agencies have sold more than $9 billion, joining March, a month that saw a record $9.6 billion in sales. The increase also comes as the average price of a round-trip air ticket fell below year-over-year levels for the second consecutive month. May 2023 saw average ticket prices 11% lower than the same month last year. The data is particularly good news after April 2023 saw a total month-over-month sales dip compared to that March record. Now in news that impacts the travel industry. A federal judge who ordered the American Airlines and JetBlue Airways to end their Northeast alliance is giving the airlines more time to unwind the deal. 
the airlines had faced a deadline of next weekend, just 30 days after the judge's May 19th decision in favor of the U.S. Justice Department, which sued to break up the deal. In a post-decision filing Friday, American and JetBlue asked the judge to let them keep some parts of the Northeast Alliance, which covers flights in New York and Boston. They want to continue code-sharing and offering reciprocal frequent flyer benefits. The Justice Department opposed the airline's request, although it did say that the airline should be allowed to honor the tickets that they've already sold on each other's flights to avoid hurting travelers. American Airlines CEO said American will appeal the May ruling. JetBlue has not indicated if it will do the same. In April 2023, scheduled passenger and cargo airlines based in the U.S. added over 2,800 jobs, while the employment rate was 8.4%, more than in the pre-pandemic April 2019. According to data released by the United States Bureau of Transportation Statistics, the United States airline industry added 2,867 workers in April, bringing the total number of airline employees to almost 800,000. This is less than one-third of a percent point increase compared to March 2023. Back in April 2019, before the pandemic, there was 734,000 workers employed by the U.S.-based airlines. Let's get to the news of mergers and new partnerships. American Airlines has started to co-chair with Chilean discount airline JetSmart. The first routes in the partnership will be JetSmart flights from Santiago to several Chilean cities. Ticket sales for those American coach shares began on June 1st. The new routes are the kickoff of a broader strategic partnership between the two airlines and will augment existing American routes to Santiago from its Miami and Dallas hubs. As of the partnership, American has taken an undisclosed minority stake in JetSmart, which operates 77 routes throughout South America and operates 24 airlines. The partnership is to include numerous code shares as well as loyalty program benefits. WestJet later this year will shut down its low-cost subsidiary Swoop. The news comes with an announcement that WestJet and the Airlines Pilot Association has ratified a collective bargaining agreement. The airline said it will integrate its Swoop operations by the end of October. Swoop will operate its existing network through the end of its published schedule on October 28th. Capital One is expanding its travel services with the acquisition of Velocity Black, a digital concierge company with a proprietary platform that delivers travel, entertainment, shopping, dining offerings to consumers globally. Velocity Black's technology will bolster Capital One's delivery of experiences for consumers, according to Senior Vice President of Premium Products and Experiences at Capital One. Velocity Black was founded in 2014. The acquisition of Velocity Black builds on Capital One's effort to partner with industry innovators. In November, the company invested an additional $96 million to extend its partnership with Hopper. Cvent has been acquired by private equity giant Blackstone in a deal worth $4.6 billion the companies announced this week. The transaction, which was first announced in March, includes a significant minority investment from a wholly owned subsidiary of Abu Dhabi Investment Authority and participation from existing stockholder Vista Equity Partners. With the acquisition now complete, Sevens Common Stock has ceased trading and will be delisted from the Nasdaq Stock Exchange in the U.S., while shareholders will be paid $8.50 per share in cash. And now, news of new travel services and improvements. American Airlines is changing the bag rules for some long-haul flights with those basic economy flyers traveling to and from Asia, India, Australia, New Zealand, and Israel. 
Those booking travel on those routes in basic economy will now have to pay $75 to check their first bag. Prices for the second at $100 and third at $200 remain the same. According to American, the update was made in order to simplify its fares. All of its basic economy fares, regardless of what region the flight is in, will now include no free check bags. United Airlines last week announced one of its most significant investments in flight entertainment, covering up to 300,000 seatback screens to be installed over the next few years. The deal with Panasonic Avionics product covers video units of varying sizes with features like better-than-screen resolution, high-fidelity audio, and programmable LED lighting. The amount of the investment was not disclosed, but a Panasonic official said it is the largest order for in-flight entertainment it's ever received from any airline. It also covers an earlier commitment from United to install seatback screens throughout its domestic fleet, which is being refurbished under its United Next program. For international service starting in 2025, United will add the screens to its new Airbus A321 XLRs and Boeing 787 Dreamliners. JetBlue Airlines debuted a fresh new standard livery that it says will strengthen its brand as an industry disruptor. The new livery, which marks the first time JetBlue has updated its look in a decade, will debut on an Airbus A321 with Mint, which went into service on June 15th. JetBlue plans to update the rest of its fleet as part of the normal aircraft painting cycle. JetBlue also says that it will roll out the new identity on digital assets and its social media platforms. Among other updates, the new livery features a more prominent JetBlue logo, a blue fuselage, energized patterns, and colorful winglets, and the airline's mint leaves pattern on its exterior. Now in some technology news. Mexico, in its home market this month, began offering its new distribution capability content via Sabre's global distribution system. Sabre is the first GDS to distribute Mexico's NDC content. Mexico is rolling out its NDC offerings in waves, starting in Mexico. The airline's content now is available through the Sabre Offer and Order APIs, the Sabre Red 360 agency booking solution, and Sabre's Get There online booking tool for agencies based in Mexico. Sabre also reached an agreement to distribute Air Canada's NDC content for Sabre-connected agencies. Air Canada says it expects to activate its NDC content in Sabre within the coming months. Once launched, the distribution cost recovery fee previously announced by Air Canada will be waived for Sabre-connected travel agencies using the NDC path. In April, Air Canada announced it would start to levy a per-ticket fee of $20 to $30 US on bookings made through traditional EdEffect connected channels as it makes its push for NDC distribution. Dallas-based Campbell Travel has signed with Travelogics to use its data management and duty of care technology. Campbell will adopt Travelogics analytics tool for both internal and external on-demand reporting as well as the Geo platform which tracks travelers via itinerary data and consolidates the data to show traveler locations combined with security alerts, map overlays, and risk profiles. Travelogics has been making a push into the North American market following its integration with back-office technology provider Trez Technologies last year. And now, in some space news. A SpaceX launch from Cape Canaveral Sunday evening marked the 30th of the year. A Falcon 9 carrying a communication satellite for Indonesia lifted off Cape Canaveral's Space Force Station Complex 40 at 6.21 p.m. The first stage booster for the mission made its 12th flight and the company was able to recover it downrange on its drone ship. The Satra satellite will provide broadband internet 
and communications capability for public use facilities in Indonesia's rural regions. Virgin Galactic announced that it plans to conduct the first commercial flight on a Spaceship 2 suborbital vehicle in late June on a mission for the Italian Air Force. Virgin said that its Galactic 1 mission will take place between June 27th and June 30th from Spaceport America in New Mexico. That will carry three people from the Italian Air Force. The three will conduct microgravity research on the flight. That will be followed by Galactic 2 in early August. It will be the first to carry individuals who signed up for space tourism flights paying up to $450,000 per seat. Scenic Group has become the latest in a long range of cruise lines to select Starlink as its onboard Wi-Fi provider. All four yachts in the company's fleet will have the super-fast internet service by the end of the year. Scenic Eclipse 2, which debuted earlier this month, already has the Starlink on board. Starlink has become the go-to satellite provider for the cruise industries, with more cruise lines than not using the service. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. (laughs) Oh, my God.